Welcome to the Duck Legs Podcast, episode 11, Dr. Ben Fung. Yeah. The man, the man himself, Dr. Ben Fung. Coming to you, hot. He was, you know, as we we went on in our physical therapy, uh, oh, Zazu. Dogs in the background. Dogs in the background. As we went on in our physical therapy uh, student careers, we're still in school, um, but I remember like, as when I started to to like look on social media and the internet for for physical therapy information for information on future jobs on like the outlook of our profession, Dr. Ben Fung was like the first person I came across. I think he was the first person to be like this. This is what a realistic salary looks like, and here is your potential. He was like the first physical therapy salary video that I came across. Right, and isn't there something a bit like? Um, calming about that process to know here's your low end here's the high end you know this is what you can do to help yourself because I do feel like in any career sometimes you go into it and you're like what am I gonna make yeah you know yeah what am I gonna make and and Ben Fung was there with with the videos that you know you you can just tell by the videos and the way he is that this is a genuinely nice person that cares about people that's trying to help people out there I mean and you know, I got I got the chance to meet him in person at CSM, super warm. I know he 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 was jokingly called himself the, a warm and fuzzy guy, like the warm and fuzzy half of Updoc Media. This this podcast that we're about to play that we're leading into, we uh, recorded this live on Facebook Live at CSM 2017 in San Antonio. I hit him up on Twitter like I think like like uh, the first day of CSM. Did not give him much notice. Like hey, direct message. Hey uh. You're free to do a, a podcast, Facebook Live with yeah. us sometime. And, you know, that shows you the kind of person he is that he was like, yeah, let's make it happen. Here's my number. You hit me up. You know how to find me. Reach me. You know, make it happen. So, Dr. Ben Fung, you are the best. And um, thank you so much for accommodating us on short, such short notice. And, I mean, I mean, you think about the people that are, are really positive influences on physical therapy and to all the students coming up. And... His name definitely is the top, right? Yeah. It's who you think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the top five that are really leading the, the student population. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but back to this interview, yeah. you, they, you guys came from like, he was doing something already. And then didn't what? you just kind of like skirt off to the side after you got, you're like, hey, let's just kind of, yeah. you know, he clandestine. Was... Just... Man, so it was like, he, he had so much going on. At CSM, I mean, everybody wants to talk to Ben Fung, all the students, all the professionals, right? And then he had his own speech. He had his own social media uh, uh, talk that he had to give that was actually that same day. So, you know, luckily enough, he, I mean, uh, he was so generous to, to make time for us. That's that's so wild. And, you know, just shows you that, that he's prepared. He's ready for it. He's ready to put it out there. And he, he speaks a little bit about that when someone offers – you know, they say this is much mo- how much money you're going to get. If you're not mm-hmm. quick to have something, bang! This yeah. I should get more money because of this. Prepared, have a good foundation. Yeah, to to know how to provide the value, to know how to, to go in there and knowing what you're worth. You know, right? But if you go find him, what is his profile picture? Snapchat. 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 Right. Man. Yeah. Showing you the way of the future. Yeah, I mean, dude's a marketing genius. Dude is a social media I don't want to say guru but you know like and and exactly right he's 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 this is this is somebody that's very much on the forefront of 
me of media of marketing of the physical therapy profession and he's trying to bring students and everybody else along with him there there's been a bunch of negative talk about physical therapy and whether that's our salary whether that's our job outlook whether that's you know the burnout that's going to happen we've heard a bunch of negative shit mm-hmm. right from our professors from other students from recent grads from longtime grads yep. bunch of negative shit like if you want money this ain't the profession for you if if you know if you want this kind of career this ain't the profession for you Ben Fung is one of the few people that I first came across that was like that mentality's bullshit you need to have an ab- the abundance mindset and this is how much potential you have in your career as a physical therapist and as a, or as a person right just so refreshing yeah super refreshing he's the man the and he loves star wars too i remember when i listened to this when i was watching you guys i watched you on live actually because yeah. i wasn't i watched it live, you watched and it live? I, yeah i did watch Do it, it live, live. I did, we did it live watch it live um and boy, you know, I just listening to it, I got done with it, and I felt better. Just yes. listen, I didn't, I didn't have to be there. I felt better just listening to it. So hopefully, our our listeners can can get a little bit of that too. Yeah, and basically, this is basically to sum up this episode. This is how this episode is about how to negotiate, right? How to 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 bring to your employer the value that you can bring to their organization or their company. How to show your worth. And also, basically, it's going to sum up to a quarter million dollars. Quarter that's, million. That's how much ballpark, generally speaking, a PT can bring to a facility. Right. So, going off of that number, let's go negotiate some shit, right? Let's let's not be meek and mild stepping up to that table, being like, uh, you know, you know buy, don't buy that bullshit. Um, oh, you're a new grad. Uh, you know, this is what we typically pay new grads, or I just hired a new grad for yeah. this. So why? How dare you coming in expecting what you're that big number? Get out of here, you know. And and I guess his message to that was, if somebody treats you that way, if the employer across the table treats you that way, is you know disrespects you in that sense, fuck them. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Got that? That's right. That's. <laughs> You want, That's, you want to end on that? Yes, Hell I yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is. I'm sorry. I, 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 we gotta I, keep this too. But right, yes. I mean, you, but the the point behind that was like, you don't. If somebody's gonna come and lowball you. That's not a place for you to stick around anyway. Right. I mean, people. I mean, people may think that oh, we're being some cocky ass students, saying that we want to come. I mean, Dimir said he won hundred k on the on the episode, quick, right? Like boom. quick to say it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'll go hundred k off the get go. And I mean, initially, from you know what everything that I've been told prior to that, you look at that and it's like that's a little a little crazy. Yeah. And that yeah. I mean, be realistic. But then you know, then you hear the numbers that Dr. Ben brings, and then you really take a look at this shit for a second. You look at how much money you invest in your damn education, and you're like, no, sh- I, I bring in a, I, you know, I make a quarter million dollars for this whole hospital, for this clinic. 100k doesn't sound that bad now, you yeah. know? Yeah, you're still making 150k profit from yeah. me being here. Yeah. Um, hey, go fuck yourself, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Oh, no, 150k because I'm here. Boom. Uh, uh, boom. <laughs> boom. Hey. <laughs> They're not ready for that yet, Jim. Yeah, these were all inside references. Um, I was thinking about something else, too. Yeah. Oh, 
But in a job setting, though, if they lowball you like that, you know, jobs are about relationships, and it's you can't just go into a job. It's got to be up and down process yeah. with your boss and you and you and your boss. It got to be back and forth. So yeah, if they lowball you, that's a, it's not going to work. That's not your place, and it's not that there's anything bad wrong with you. It's just not. It's not you. Yeah. All right. Well, hello, Duck Legs Podcast Duck Live Podcast. Hey. CSM. 2017, San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. If y'all know where that is. Hopefully they do. (laughs) So. I got to hear too. We have. Oh, I'm behind. We have a legend with us today here at CSM. Uh, One of the people that has played an instrumental role in me having a positive outlook into my future in physical therapy, Dr. Ben Fung. Yes. And from from UpDoc Media. UpDoc Media. From. Killing the game as a neuro PT in acute care? Doing what I can. Honestly, what it is is, is being confident in what you know yeah. and being confident accurately, mm-hmm. not self-denigrating, but also being very honest with yourself where your weaknesses are. Right. And I told I, I told another group, like, you know, one thing you never want me to treat is upper extremity because I'll just make it worse. <laughs> but if you have a stroke in acute care, if you have any, you know, acute issues, one of my strengths is differential diagnosis. Yeah. I know uh-huh. how to find things, like what's going on, I know how to do that. How to treat it, I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're better, I'm going to point to that person, because mm-hmm. that is what's going to make this whole situation successful. Right. I'm, I'm glad you talked about you know, being comfortable and confident and finding out your niche, because I think as students, uh, sometimes we have the thought that, oh, we want to go five different routes and we're scared that we're not going to be able to do everything when, in fact, you heard it from the legend himself that if he's treating upper extremity, he's going to make it worse. So we want to make sure that we find what we're comfortable with and what we're confident with and to not have that pressure of, you know, trying to do everything and anything in okay. the PT field. So, yeah. intros, other intros. intros. Dimer Jones here, SPT. Adam Huynh, SPT. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm Steven Layuza, second year SPT. Where at? Oklahoma, Langston University. Go Lions. <laughs> I don't know if, if I need to sell that, but I will get back to the interview. Um, so you talk about confidence as a student and building that and, and having that knowledge. What are a few things that you would say that students need to know so that they can bring things to the negotiating table early on? Ooh, uh, so that early on. Yeah, yeah, early, early on. Just, early just on. one or two things. I know you always Thank you, Ron. All right, so I guess, you know, let, let's just back it all up, right? Because okay. I think it's easy as students to go, okay, I'm going to be six figures in debt because I'm going to go to school unless I go to, like, a state university where, like, this, it's affordable or yeah, more affordable, right, right, right? right? But even then, you're, you're accruing some kind of debt right. mm-hmm. unless you're working full-time, right. which means you're a beast. Which means, <laughs> or you're failing. <laughs> or failing, yeah. But, but ultimately, like, let's just kind of bring it back because everybody understands the concept. You have to spend money to make it. You're spending money on school so you yeah, can make right. more money, right? right? Mm-hmm. You spent time in your younger years in secondary and primary education. That time could have been spent working or getting the education so you can do more with it. And that's really what it is. is you want to do more from what you've learned. You've learned content. Now you want to turn content into competency. Yes. Right? Oh. That's where you want to go. Now, then you think about it. Like, what are my competencies as a physical therapist, as a doctor of physical therapy? Oh. Ah. All right? Ah. Yes. And... What does that bring? And you always have to come back to the monetary level. Now, I'm not a gold digger. I got to tell you this. Like, when I was making the least amount of money as a physical therapist, I was actually the happiest. Okay? But when I made the most money, I actually gave away the most. You know, I'm I'm a believer in charity, you know, with reason. And I'm a believer in 
you know, blessing and paying it forward. So when I made the most money as a PT, you know, in corporate management and in home health, I was taking everybody out for meals because I could. Right. And it made me feel good that I was spreading that wealth, mm -hmm. you know, in a positive way that not it's not just me feeding somebody, it's me feeding them the life skills for that competency. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's back it up. Where is the financial or economic justification of a physical therapist, a doctor of physical therapy? How much can a doctor of physical therapy bring into, say, a traditional outpatient clinic? Right. Right? Yeah. And all goes back to stuff that myself, shout out Greg Todd, we all Ooh. talk about. Mm -hmm. What's your average revenue per patient? What's your average revenue per month as a clinic? Right. What's the billing, you know, what's the earning potential across the billing codes for a physical therapist full-time average of 2,080 hours a year? Right. And the answer is typically about a quarter million dollars. Because on average, no, no yeah. matter where you are, yeah, right, no right. matter where you are, if you have a general market mix like everyone else does, you have a pot of Medicare, you have a smidge of Medicaid or Medi-Cal if you're in California, yeah. you have some cash, you have some traditional insurances, some less traditional insurances, you have cash pay, you have that little mix. That's normal. Yeah. And on average, that always regresses to the mean, which means typically you're earning 70 to 80 plus dollars per patient every half hour. That's just typical in the industry. Right. Right. And even if you're doing it for a full hour, you're still billing four units. Right. So it's yeah. about the same thing, right? <laughs> um, and so yeah. if you're doing it that way, and you do the math, and you multiply whatever it is, say 13 patients at two units each, a day across that 2,080 hours that you're working a year, that's going to be somewhere around 240 to $265,000 a year. Yep. And that's just the norm. Okay. All right? So that's what you can bring in. Yeah, so that's you, what we're bringing in. You yeah. can bring that in. You can do that into a business that's unit. That's awesome. Right? Now the question is, is that your business unit or is it your employer's yeah. business oh, unit? Yeah. Because right? uh, yeah. awesome. if it's your employer's business unit, they take that money first. Mm. They give you a cut of that, I typically like that. 20 like to 40 percent, give or take, and then the rest of it goes to building in the risk mitigation, the insurance, the you know other overheads. You know, I call it the taxes and tip jar. All <laughs> yeah. right, the 60 percent to 80 percent sometimes goes to taxes and tip jar, and you, you probably heard this. Well, reimbursement's going down. Yeah, I'm not able to sustain my business. I can't afford to pay you. You hear all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you this right now, like, uh, you know, I think we're a group of younger professionals here, but if you know a more seasoned professional that's been in the business and they're struggling, I'm going to ask you to ask them this. Are they doing best practice financial and managerial accounting? Hmm. Answer is probably not. Probably not. Because I guarantee you, any of you guys, right, if you get a cell phone bill that you weren't expecting, you're digging through that. Yes, <laughs> yes, you're, yes. Doing, you're digging through that going, yeah. Who did that? Yeah, Who did that? When did I call Canada? Right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, really, that's uh, my story, right? I, I got billed 20 bucks for calling Canada. It was a client. I didn't mind. I just wrote it off. But it was, first thing I did was, Who did that? Oh, it was me. <laughs> right? Now, here, that's where I got my famous story from. Like, I got a couple of those stories I like to retell. One of the stories I like to retell is when I got promoted to a corporate management position as a rehab director, I didn't do magic. But what I did do was take a look at the numbers in a responsible, reasonable way. And I took a sunken department in the highest area of expenses, both living and operating in California, mm. compared to what? Texas, Oklahoma, New Mexico, uh, parts of Utah, Arizona. Those aren't exactly known to be like expensive places to be. Right? 
But California, kind of pricey. Mm -hmm. But yes. I ended up in those chains of like 20 locations leading in what's called contribution margin. That's a contribution margin is your budgeted profit margin for your unit. Okay. All right. And so I went from like two to three percent to 24 percent in three months. Brand new corporate manager, three years out of school. And it's like, no, oh, no, no, you need five, ten years to be manager. You don't. <laughs> No. You need exposure, you need mentorship, mm -hmm. you need know-how, right? And the know-how, you don't have to get an MBA like I did. I just decided to do it that way. Mm -hmm. You can do it through this. Mm -hmm. You can do it through other, you know, other channels. Um, regardless, I just want to make sure we don't miss anything yeah. here, right? Regardless how I did that, I just took a look at our revenue streams. It's something called a profit pool analysis. Where am I making money? Where am I losing money? Why am I making money? Let's spend more efforts on where I'm making money, spend less efforts on where I'm losing money. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, my profits skyrocket. <laughs> oh, yes. right? But a lot of owners and managers don't do this because right. we're more obsessed with G-codes. We're more obsessed with billing codes. We're more obsessed with you know, all these other things that unfortunately actually come after financial solvency. Right. Right? So wait, let me just make sure we're, we're, we're being good... Uh, Good host. What right? up, Josh? What up, Eric? All right, I think Ron, I would recommend okay. you please find out average reimbursement per visit in your state. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And also find out your average, you know, what's your what's your average uh, you know, what's your average payout uh, as salary equivalents, right. you know, as a new grad, you know, a couple years out and, and a shout out, you know, a little uh -huh. self thing, right? The yeah, PT please. job market pulse, yes. right? Yeah. Check out the PT job market pulse. It's hundred percent free. All these guys know about it. I look at it's it. It's a public database that we created at UpDoc Media. So that you can know by state, by zip code, mm -hmm. by setting, <laughs> by yeah. employment type, Ooh. all right, by experience. Yes. What about local farmers markets? Locals, farmers. No. Oh. But I love their avocados. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 But, I'm a fan. But with all yeah, that, personally. you can tell what normal is for you. And I give you this whole trend breakdown of where the industry is going, what you can ask for confidently. Yes. You know, and we just we just went on live with Greg Todd. You guys were there, mm -hmm. guest stars, right? And you know, we shared the story. Acute care, traditionally not known as a negotiable place. New grad right out of school offered high thirties an hour, got forty six an hour after a simple negotiation mm -hmm. on for just for Monday through Fridays, and then sixty uh, fifty two an hour for the weekends. Right? Because they always need them. Because I know the job. I they need them, right? Yeah, and all it is is asking nicely, respectfully, but demonstrating that value across the table. Absolutely. Because when when somebody asks you, hey, so. Uh, I just hired a, a new grad for this, why should I pay you any more? If you have an answer right then, go, hey, look, that new grad may not be me, they might be me, but I'll tell you this. I'm going to be the most dedicated team member you have. I have a little background in the business. I've been mentored by some of the influencers in our spheres. And they talk, and we talk all the time, I know what is hurting you. I know what can help you. I have your back yes. as you, my team leader. Yeah. And so you can count on me when you're not there on a Saturday, I got you covered so that the Sunday guys don't get swamped. So on Monday, you're not coming into some proverbial fecal matter storm. Yes. Ah. yes. No. <laughs> you don't want that. Oh, right? That, man. And I'm your guy. Yeah. Or I'm your gal. Yeah. I'm your person. I'm your fecal matter guy. Yeah. <laughs> I will take that, that away and sweep it under the rug. And yeah. so no, no, no. we'll clean it all up yep. on that weekend. And all of a sudden, sure, I'll pay you $50 an hour. Mm -hmm. Sure, I'll pay you $60 an hour. Yeah. Just so I don't have to deal with that on Mondays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh. Who right. wants to deal with that? Shit on Mondays. <laughs> I mean, um, uh, so Ron, I think we yeah. talked to that uh, content to hey Alan Besseling. What's up? Shout out to Canada. Eric, Alan. what's up? Hey, Joshua, hey. Ron, just make sure we're catching everybody. Nick, sure. Seth King, and Eric Uvigis, sure. what's going on?
So what else, guys? What else? Yeah. What you got, Steven? Who, well, who's the closest to graduating? I think it's Adam. Yeah, I'm Adam. very close to graduating. Third, third year here. Uh, first time at a big national conference. I'm having a blast. Cool. It's been Congrats. a really good experience meeting Congrats. Ben for the first time today. Congrats. It's been great. That's exciting. Yeah, super exciting. excited. I got a year and four months left. Not counting down, but we're counting down. <laughs> Staying the pages off the calendar. Yeah, right. that's right. That's Burning right. them. How many more yeah. tests we got left? So it's good. Oh no, I got After two months. Got always. Yeah. Um, so hearing this great story about this acute care setting uh, person going in there, getting what she wanted without uh, having the need to bring a baseball bat to the table. <laughs> what are you, you dropped a, a bunch of gems for us to take home? If you can sum it up to a mindset that somebody uh, going in, like Dimir, yes. boom, you're going into this ortho setting to apply for a position. Right. What's your mindset going to be when you have when you have to sit down and interview with this employer? A hundred k. That's more of a price. Yeah. No, yeah. So we're talking mindset. Like, no, 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 no. If, and, if, and like, see, if, that's and see, that's my mindset, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking hundred k, but I'm going to demonstrate that through showing my value, right? So of course the monetary aspect is what I is what I have in my head, but it's also the value I'm going to bring on top, on top of that. That Ben's okay. going to go. So what, like Ben said, all right. So I'll play devil's advocate. Be your employer. What if your employer says, Ah, oh, well, I just hired a new grad for sixty thousand and laughs at you in the face with your hundred k bullshit. I would literally say what he just said and then add more on on onto what I know and then what I learned throughout through school and then uh -huh. I'm going to do a residency and again adding value that way. So, you know, not only just through patient, you know, interaction, so on and so forth. I talk about the numbers. Hey, I, 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 I see you all lacking here. Yeah. I see you all lacking there. You know, and, and these and these are my strong suits. So that's what I've got to do. He mentioned residency. Um, yesterday I was at a talk. The guy next to me, I got to talking about him. He ended up doing physical therapy for a major league baseball team. He went in for the interview, and he said, why did y'all pick me? And the uh, interviewer said, you see that stack of resumes over there? You're the only one that had a residency. Um, so I picked you, and so and he was able to put a face to himself and to her and to meet in person and all that. And he was able to drive and make it. So he put in that extra effort and work to get that. Yeah. I know I've, I know you have some questionable opinions about residencies. I think I've heard a little. Well, no, no. It, it's uh, really. Wait, let me back it up to the mindset. Okay. Right. So the mindset really is. You said the V word value. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. What is your value proposition? Right. Because traditionally the value proposition is the job to be done gains that you can make for people, pains that you can alleviate. Yes. You combine those three, that's something unique, right? And your unique is a little different than somebody else's unique. But you do need to have both on a conceptual and on a financial or operational standpoint, what extra do you bring? Right. And it could be anything, like, like a, a pain kill for most people is mm -hmm. scheduling, right? I gotta get my weekends filled, or I gotta have later hours for work comp, or earlier hours for work comp. Right. A gain that you can make. Hey, I, I noticed you guys don't have a, a vestibular program. Or right. I noticed you guys don't have a shoulder program. program. Exactly. Right. I noticed you guys yeah. don't have a transitional program or telehealth. Right. So those are things that are marketing, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, those are things absolutely. you can add. Mm -hmm. Now, in terms of mindset, it's really, it, I love it. There's no backing down, and that's really what we have to do. Is yeah. We can't go into interviews thinking I have to be accepted by everyone. Like, I'm all over Twist going, please, sir, uh, take me. Right? <laughs> you can't have that. Help me pay my loan. Right. You no. can't have that because that's not the see, world we live in. They right. know that, right? They know all yeah, they know. dirty. They know. They know. dirty. And, and, and here's the thing. Places that treat you like that are not for you. Right, absolutely. They're just not for you. Mm -hmm. 
And so even if they give you an offer, you can just respectfully decline. Yeah. You want the places that treat you and accept you as a valuable team member Absolutely. and partner in crime. Yeah. They may not partner you in with equity, but you need to be treated that way and they need to understand that yeah. your, your dreams are bigger. You want to grow into the situation, Absolutely. not just be a little piece of it, right? No. So that's the mindset piece. Uh, then we talked, I forgot what the next thing we were talking about. Um, um, we brought up residency. Residency, residency. Okay, so my thing with residency is, is it, residency right now is not mandated. I believe residency is an excellent thing for our profession. However, it's not a great thing economically for our students and our new grads because typically they're paid 50 to 75% of full-time equivalent, typically low-balled. Right, and they don't work full time, so they're not, they're not making that much. They're typically making somewhere between an aide and a high paid PT assistant. Gotcha. That's just the truth. Mm -hmm. gotcha. But you're also getting a lot of value as a resident because you're learning all sorts of stuff that you wouldn't learn for five or ten years. Right, right. right. So there's that. So what do I, you know, my recommendation to our, our colleagues and industry members and especially leaders that are in control of this is encourage business units and cultures of organizations to preferentially hire mm -hmm. and compensate residency and fellowship trained clinicians. Absolutely. You just have to, because if there's no economic incentive to change behavior, there will never be an incentive yeah. change. But what happened when we had a healthcare market? Regardless of the, the, the political stuff, because we can argue about that all day, but one thing we will not argue about is when people ha had to pay more money out of pocket, mm -hmm. Health became an issue, yeah. and I cared, yeah. right? If I'm going to get charged more because I have these markers that cost me money up front, mm. okay, cut that out, yeah. right? Yeah. Who called Canada? Yeah. Right? Oh, it was me? Yeah. All right, well, I'm cutting out that you know, super slushy every Friday. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, and so the positive is the same. Oh, wait, 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 hold it, hold it. Two new grads, two doctors of physical therapy, one with a highly recommended and valued residency train program, OCS, SES, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. let's give this guy a bump. Mm -hmm. Let's make it worth his time because he's bringing that much value. And we also know with value-based pay around the corner in healthcare, this person, if they are completely and fully applying themselves, are going to bring that much more yeah. data yeah. for a business unit to go, hey, look, insurance company, hey, look, consumers, yeah. we provide care where you get better, feel better, faster, saves you money, and you always want to come back. Yeah, of course. Disneyland of course. experience. The Disneyland experience, exactly. Ooh. So yeah, you were talking about the job offer that you got. So you want to talk about that and then how Dr. Fun helped help, help you out with that? Yeah, yeah. so um, I purchased uh, Dr. Ben's uh, career primer and nice. he helped with my resume and you know getting ready for CSM and how to present yourself. And I actually got a, 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 a contract offer for a first job and it's really exciting. Yeah. Uh, but I went way out all my options beforehand, but it's just, it's just a great feeling um, right as you're about to graduate from school to, to finally have that first offer. Yeah. What's that? It's an outpatient setting. Yeah. Yeah, it's Go back around. home in, in New Jersey, so whoever's watching back from back home. Yeah. Get ready. Go Homecoming. Go yes. see it. Right, and it's never too early. Yeah, yeah. right. It's never too early right. to start networking yeah. mm -hmm. and right. setting up these yeah. pipelines. And, and it's not like I'm going to hustle, hustle, sell, sell, sell. It's let me make a meaningful connection. Yeah. Let's get to know each other. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. That's really what it's about. Yeah. Email back and forth, and you'd be surprised. I mean, even some of the schools I got accepted to, they were like, man, you've been emailing us for years. Yeah. Yes. Years with an yes. S. Yeah. Yeah. So finally, when I started the interview, I'm shaking hands with them. And I'm like, we just met in person for the first time. Right. Well, thank you. You right. know, got accepted this later. So it was, it was awesome. Yeah, I agree. Some of those yeah. connections are awesome.
that's something too we talk about putting yourself out there and what what selling is that I'm just now learning more about marketing and selling because back when I was uh, you know a little douchebag growing up um, I was <laughs> McKinley, you know, huh? yeah you know oh. shout out to McKinley, <laughs> shout out McKinley. I was you know I was a little hipster and I was like ah marketing's that's for you know sellers and all these all these whack people yeah. you know marketers oh I, I hate marketers because right. they Oh, cigarettes, right? Yeah. They, they, oh, branding. They want right. advertising. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. oh. Zero calorie, zero calories, <laughs> but forty <laughs> sugars, <laughs> calories. But and you hate that, right? Because you have this this perception due to all the shit marketers. Shout out to Gary Vee, wherever he is, he's probably yeah. choking on something right now. That that make you get it, that gets you. Get, you have this impression of like you go to ESPN like Gary Vee says, and you see the truck at, and you're like, oh, I hate Toyota. Yeah. And then you, you go to, to whatever other event, and then people are in your face saying, hey, buy my stuff, uh, buy, use my product, mm -hmm. use this shampoo, it'll yeah. make your hair be yeah. as beautiful as Steven's. Oh. And that is that tainted <laughs> my impression of what marketing is and what selling is, and now to have Jedis like you with with pure of heart and noble souls <laughs> and say, hey, you can have that thought for the bad marketing and for the bad selling, but also you need to promote yourself. Absolutely. And and somebody, I think it was you or Gene that's like, or Greg Todd that's like, you need to approach marketing and selling as like building relationships mm -hmm. and getting letting people know how you can help yeah. them. Yes, right. yeah. it's right. providing value first. Yeah. Yeah. It's making a meaningful relationship, the connection, the conversation. Yeah. And I, I love. I forgot where I heard this, but they said you know if you sell. By presenting a solution, absolutely, it's no longer selling. Mm. You know, it's not like, no, this is a great deal. You should buy now. You know, uh, the time's ticking. It's not yeah. that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's going, hey, I think you have a need. I see a need. Right. I I have something for you that can solve that need. Right. You know, and take it or leave it. And yeah. for, like, it's crazy because you know what? There, it's it's coined a sales tactic, and I don't yeah. like that because I feel it makes this particular approach cheaper because it's not a cheap approach. It's an authentic approach. Telling somebody not to use you because somebody else is better is one of the best ways to develop trust, especially if you mean it. Yeah. You know, I do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that all the time. I'll say, look, you know what? I, I can do some of these things for you, but some of these things else is not upper extremity. Right, right. <laughs> I'm going to make it worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so don't okay, come I, to me. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll, you know, I, in fact, I won't, I, I'd like to take your money, but I won't, right. I won't take your money because. Right. I'm just going to be ripping you off. Mm -hmm. But if you go to my partner or my friend down the yeah. street, mm -hmm. you're going to get right. your money's worth and more. Right. But then they're going to tell three other people what you just did, and they're going to send those three people to you, not upper extremity. Yeah. And so you'll see that. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's really what it is, is just being that, being authentic is just so important, especially now with all this. I mean, we have all these devices. If you guys can see, there's like one, two, three, four, five devices, <laughs> yeah, six devices, yeah, yeah, yeah. electronic plug-in to make sure that we don't lose yeah. power on this yeah. thing. <laughs> Which we wish we a little bit that more. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> like that's the thing is, there's so much transparency now. People that are guarded, like I don't want to share. Yeah. That that comes across as so just false. <laughs> you know, and, and it comes across as like I have something to hide. Mm -hmm. You know. Versus something live like this, we're not editing this. No, you know, like we're bumbling over our words. Calibi, 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 you know, like because because we're real, yeah. right? And I think if we could all spread this thought and this mindset and this belief of how we approach life, our industry would just be completely transformed. Yeah, yeah. agreed, agreed. Good words. So I do have a. Since we're talking about value, I do have a, another question for Ben. Is 
what type of uh, example would be like a value-based pay system in a uh, outpatient practice? All right. yeah. Want to close with this then maybe? Yes, yes. All right, let's close with this one. Cool. All right, so we were, we were talking about this a little while back, um, and I actually help practices build this stuff out. It can be as simple as production only. Now, that's not great because now you, you don't have quality measures. It's just how many patients have you seen? Right. I give you more of a cut. The more patients you see, I give you a bigger cut and a bigger cut and a bigger cut because those are patients I usually don't see because nobody wants to work more than eight hours a day. Right? So, I mean, that is value in a certain way because it's bringing financial value. But is it bringing value to the customer? We're not sure. So how do you do that? My best recommendation is you use multipliers. All right, you use conditional multipliers. So here's an example. Say you see your full patients a day and you saw a couple extra. Well, you deserve a little bigger cut on the extra ones. Let's qualify this with how good is your outcomes across the average, say a quarter at a time, okay. and how good is your patient satisfaction scores and narrative qualities. Do people say, you know, Myers best. I will only go to him. Yeah. Right? Is Adam the only one I want to see? Right? See, he's the only person I trust with my neck. Right? This guy is the only person I trust with my knee. Right? Is that what we're hearing? Yeah. Right? And so then you have this two by two kind of score. It may be more complicated. Yeah. But then let's multiply that, you know, by the production. And now what you have is you have how much money I made. If I brought more value across that matrix, let's give you a little more. Let's multiply that say by, you know, one point zero five. Let's give you a five percent equity boost off of that earning. Yeah. Right. Or the other, because we know there's good PTs, there's bad PTs. I have, I have off days, or maybe I have off years. <laughs> right? Or maybe sometimes people need to up their game. But we've talked about this. If you don't make a financial pressure for people to change their behavior, they will not. Yeah, absolutely. So if you have consistently terrible patient reviews, no outcomes whatsoever, you're seeing people forever, and they're not getting better, they're complaining about you all the time. Maybe you were supposed to earn $5,000 this year month. Well, maybe we need to dock that down to 4500 mm. or 4000 yeah. or maybe yeah. less. What will happen? You'll have, you'll have, you'll have change. behavior change. What will happen is everybody's going to be, okay, i got to use the best science I know. Mm -hmm. I have to treat everybody like royalty. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. yeah. then what's going to happen, I'm, we're all going to raise the bar together. Mm -hmm. And those that don't want to play this game are going to self-select out. Right. And that's fine. That, this new culture isn't for them. Mm -hmm. But if this new culture sounds good, that's value-based pay at the employer level. Now, Adam, you might have been asking in your head, what about at the global scale? Well, guys, it's already happening. People already talk about it. Insurances, Medicare, they're all talking about this already, and they're gonna treat businesses the same way, <laughs> all right? Like, oh, you're seeing my patient way too many times. You're wasting my resources. I'm gonna pay you less. Yeah. Oh, they complain about you all the time. You know, like, you're always late, or you spend no time with them, mm. or, you know, you treat them terribly. I'm gonna pay you less. Yes. That's already in the works. And people, and, and it starts always, everything starts from the ground up. Yeah. So if you're not preparing your businesses for this type of economy, you're already behind. You have to catch up. And I'm not the only expert, right? I, and I'm not an expert. I don't know the, the, I don't know the insurance side. Like, I'll tell you to find an insurance expert. Right, right. But I know the employment side. Mm -hmm. And on the employment side, I guarantee you, if you give quality multipliers rewarding excellent service and excellent outcomes, people will elevate their game. Absolutely. Value-based pay. Absolutely. So one thing that's just popped into my head is natural selection. 
It's just about fucking people. Like, nope, it's not gonna have survival of the fittest. The mates are gonna grow wings, guys. Grow wings. Grow wings and fly, and it's a choice. We'll waddle. It's a choice. All right, man. Thank you. Close it out. Thank you. Who? Thank you. Who is Ray? Is Ray? Who's Ray? Ray? Oh man, that's a whole nother podcast. All right. I think it'd be cool uh-huh. if Ray was a Palpatine, because then you've double flipped the coin. Because if Ray was a Palpatine, and we know right now that Kylo Ren is supposedly evil, what if the evil was good and the good was evil? What if the no. Force awakened? No. The no, 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 no. I've read. No, no. I'm, I'm still, still confused. confused. I'm, I'm still confused. Right. I don't know. Meta. I don't know. There's a swap. If there's oh, a swap, no, Star Wars has been like oh, this big story of like from the make. I swear, like swap. Uh, who created Star Wars? Again? Luke. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Get off the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like he came from the future and then went back to the '80s. Like, we're, I'm going to create this movie to create like this yeah. long-standing like story that no one like. Yeah. It'll be never finished. Yeah, it'll yeah. be beauty. Finished. That's the beauty. Yeah, he's awesome. He's from the future. I promise you. I promise you. Solo. Yep. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you.